Hello and welcome to the Pokeball Podcast. I'm your host, Bellyball VGC, also known as Tyler. Here with my co-host, Chris, Titan Nexus, and Tarian Sticky. We are back for season two of the podcast, and as you heard, we have Sticky joining us as a permanent co-host of the show. Hi y'all, what's going on? I'm super excited to be joining the show permanently now. Uh, for anyone not familiar with me, I'm a VGC player out of Houston, Texas. Uh, I started my VGC journey at the very end of Sword and Shield. Uh, since then, I've been very active in the community as far as making content, uh, attending events, including Orlando and NIIC. That's how I came to meet uh, Titan and Ty- uh, Tyler. Sorry, And I was able to appear on a few episodes last season. And never thought I would still be here. Uh, I guess people still like listening to me. I like listening to myself, I guess. So I'm not going to say I really do. <laughs> but I'm back as a permanent co-host, and I'm really thankful for the opportunity. Thank you, all guys. Yeah, no problem. Glad to have you, Sticky. So if you didn't know, this weekend was the Pittsburgh Regional Championship, and uh, your 2023 Pittsburgh Regional Champion is Riley Factura. We just came off of watching the finals, and there were some really wild matches. Yeah, let's talk about some of those amazing matches on stream, guys. Like, it was honestly phenomenal, especially the finals right there. It was just mind-blowing. Totally agree with you. Riley has been playing of that caliber since day one. I think it was pretty known across the VGC community after his first stream match. He was playing very dominantly. He was very comfortable with that team. And he was making uh, reads that just... He, ha- he was willing to make those confident reads that got him into the position and to fight for, uh, for the winning spot. Congratulations to Riley. I really enjoyed watching his matches. Yeah, they were, he, he they were really fun to watch today. Like, I, I was blown away with how impressive he was uh, watching him on stream. Um, and to hear he was, uh, I think someone yesterday was saying like he went undefeated. Uh in Swiss, and I, w- I was there, but I I was more doing the side event stuff, so I didn't actually check up on it. Um, but yeah, phenomenal player. It, it was really cool meeting him there at the event for like the two seconds I got to interact with him. <laughs> um, yeah, what were your other favorite matches, guys? Yeah, so some of mine right off the top of my head, uh, the Joe versus James Evans match. Uh, Joe brought a really interesting team and really played it with some wild pathways that I didn't really expect. Um, while James just really adapted and handled Joe's playstyle really well, and then it came down to like health percentages after the timer, and both of them having similar mons on the field and you know having the opportunities to click some of the same buttons. James just being able to come out on top with. The perfect click of one lunar blessing right towards the end of the match there that just you know gave him the health percentages that he needed to win the match so that was really impressive to see a player you know be able to evaluate the timer and know that it's going to come down to that and to be able to click that button at the most opportune moment you know to where joe didn't have enough time to get enough damage off to win after that and it was just so opportune that you know seeing that level of play and skill level to know the percentages and be able to pull that off. I don't think either one of them really knew at the end of the match that they had it, but I think James saving that Lunar Blessing for the timing that he pulled it off on was just incredible. 
Yeah, no, totally. I, I agree with everything you said there. I, I, not, a, not a shocker. We're towards the end of the uh, regulation. How much balance and how many forms of balance? Everybody has their own form of balance. And as much as I despise playing balance, I love how people ad adapt to balance and they really make it their own play style as far as whether they want to uh, incorporate Tailwind and Trick Room, incorporate all these uh, slight variations of Pokemon that we're not like just alone the chi you flutter combo getting mixed in to a lot of these metas and just changing their whole boot like their whole items as far as we just started we started off seeing them running you know choice scarf and specs and nasty plot citrus berry boost energy there's everything's there is and Cresselia has really worked itself onto these balanced teams in uh, Riley uh, specifically brought Cresselia and Amoongus and was double switching them into positions uh, defensively which I thought was amazing because those are both amazing defensive pivots allowing uh, Pokemon that did not want to be hit by ground type moves a switch into Cresselia for no damage and allowing Amoongus to soak up whatever else needed to be soaked up so huge uh, congrats again to Riley and you know to all the players that competed it's our first first regional it was very exciting to watch yeah it really was there was riley's matches in particular too they were some of the most notable ones that i had noted all through the entire day you know riley versus aaron um you had the wolf glick alberto matchup and then it really just got shadowed after the wolf and riley match you know it was a very interesting matchup but after playing out and seeing the riley wolf matchup it was just so much more tense and coming down to that like really close you you, you kind of touched on the balance aspect there of riley's team how it had the amoongus in the trick room setter with chrysalia you started seeing this meta and reg d kind of develop where there is the hyper offense kind of like you said but you also have these one or two mons that really bring the balance aspects it's a core that i've even flirted with myself you know in the beginning of the meta and then it even kind of converted over into later meta that I'm still using it. I just switched the mons around a little bit and EV spread. So it's something that I think, you know, it's inevitable as the meta goes on, that balance becomes stronger. And once everyone figures out the calcs to, you know, to be able to make those teams work. And you're really seeing that now with these really fast, hyper offensive teams that will have a trick room setter right in the middle with an Amoongus. Yeah. And Titan. Oh, go I'll ahead. You go. My bad. I was, I was just gonna ask. <laughs> I was just gonna ask if you had a chance. I know you were at the event, so you had a lot going on. Um, did you have a chance yourself to see the usage rates and you know the kind of differences that flew between day one and day two? No, they don't really uh, pull it up for us. Um, like when you're there, so I didn't even know any of it until I uh, got home, and that's when I was able to watch most of the stream. Um, uh, but my favorite match I did actually get to see in person was uh, Kyle Livingston, uh, or Kyle Livinghouse, sorry, uh, versus uh, Justin Tang. Uh, it was a phenomenal match. Like, Justin and Kyle played that match so well. Uh, it, it was just two, like, really good players just going at it. And you could tell their level of play by their switches, their reads, their calcs on everything. It was just the chef's kiss for like a stream match for me. 
the heat wave miss. The heat wave miss. <laughs> love, love Justin, man. I feel so bad for you. I feel so bad for you, but the, the uh, he got the heat his wave win miss. in the PC on, so he he's walking away with some points, and he top cut the uh, midseason showdown, so he he still walked away with some points. Does uh does anybody have anything, or did anybody notice? Iron Bundle is kind of a little bit back. He had a little he had a little bit of play and a little bit of success. Chubble was playing him very well, and um, um, I'm sorry, I have to, I can't think of the other player off the top of my head. But there was two, two twice that we saw bundles on stream, and they were dominant both times that they played. And I was like, there's no way this bundle is. And it, he rotated bundle from the back and just. Yeah, it is interesting seeing how it was used this late in the meta, being a mon that we haven't really seen a lot of play. To, so to see some of these higher level players use it, it was really interesting. I do think though that like you kind of saw these teams plateau as to where some of these players, I think, may have done a little better if they weren't sticking with those mons. Because you did see in one of Chuppa's matches that I reviewed, um, it, it I feel like the bundle kind of hindered him at times, not having the pivots that he needed. Or, like, it does have the hyper offense damage at times, but there were also in places where I feel like it kind of plateaued the team off into not having enough bulk for this incredibly hyper offensive meta. Yeah, so... One of the things that I really wanted to touch on is, so Iron Bundle, while it's a great mod in like certain situations like that, but people already kind of knew their calcs because people were trying to use it at the beginning of the meta, so people already kind of knew the calcs into it, uh, and we've seen so much of it during regulation, uh, uh, during regulation like B and C, um, so people just knew like what, how, where to hit it, how hard to hit it, what it can do. Um, but there, uh, Brian Kim, one of our friends on the channel, brought a very off-meta team, and he went six and three. And, and a lot of those matches, uh, the opponents were sitting down and they're like, "What do I do against this team?" That was like it was just mons like Cyrilledge and stuff and Galarian Moltres that you don't really see like up there in the meta. And so a lot of those players just didn't know their calcs into those mons. And that was able to throw them off by having a good pilot like Brian behind them. And yeah, it was really Brian wild Valley. to see Brian pull it with that yeah. team. Yeah. I'm Valiant as well. Yeah, uh, Tom Hayden sat across from him and he looked up at me. He's like, he's like, dude, you couldn't have warned me that like what I was about to get into. He's like, he he was completely nervous <laughs> to be honest, and rightfully so. I was like, I wanted to warn you, but Brian's my friend too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a rough team. Like knowing how Brian plays too, he's such a situational player and he pivots in and out so well. It's it's wild knowing. I had played B Dog in a couple matches in our weekly, and B Dog played a very similar team to that. Um, so I know the matchups into it, and it's incredibly rough to be, especially with the current meta. Um, depending on the matchups that you bring into it, it, there's just not a lot of answers that you have sometimes. And Brian ran an even wilder variant of it with some even more interesting mons next to those. So it was it's something that's really impressive to see at this play level that Brian could pull that off with all of those mons. Yeah, I agree. But we also did have our mid-season showdown with, uh, for the first time uh, since COVID, really. Um, and the winner was Nicholas Donnelly. Um, I personally never got to meet him, um, 
but he won the first midseason showdown. Uh, we did have two PCs that ran at Pittsburgh as well. Uh, I don't know who won the one on Saturday, but I know Justin Tang won the one on Friday. Nice. Yeah, it's really cool seeing a lot of these players that we've had on in the past season. Justin Tang, Kyle Livinghouse all do really well in this tournament and the PCs here. Yeah, this weekend overall was just super exciting. I know it hasn't been gone long, but it feels like good to have Pokemon back. Uh, Tyler Sticky, would you like to talk about some of the other exciting things uh, we have going on in the podcast? Yeah, uh, so Titan is actually this season will be branching out to other content such as YouTube, TikTok, and a lot of social media platforms. He's been working really hard with a rigorous schedule, recording constantly, um, you know, doing a great job at keeping daily content coming and really interesting stuff he's got over there on some of the social pages. So make sure to check that out. Yeah, uh, also Hootie, who you might from remember from a few uh, podcast episodes, uh, is going to be assisting me with making some uh, YouTube content. He's going to really be there for like the bigger videos uh, that are going to be like all around VGC stuff. Uh, but I really enjoy making the YouTube content, and I hope you all enjoy it. Yeah, and with that being said, I you know I really want to thank everyone who has supported us last season. Um, Coming off of season one, we wanted to provide the community with more forms of content outside of our weekly podcast. Um, you know, we went even as far as pulling Sticky onto our team after he got raided on Twitch a couple times and started popping off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I love having Sticky, uh, Hootie helping us out with everything. There's been some great friends that I've made at these regionals over the past year. Um, you know, we've been doing a lot with this group and it's something that, you know, the Patreon supporters, um, you know, Dylan, Zach, uh, there's a couple others. We appreciate all the support, the people who have bought merch, the t-shirts, you know, the flip-flops, hats, everything. We really appreciate it because it helps maintain keeping the podcast running. So thank you for all the support. Yeah, exactly what, what Tyler said. Thank you all so much. Um, especially Titan, Tyler, thank you for the opportunity to be on this podcast. Um, that being said, everybody, go follow on all those major plat platforms, uh, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, uh, whatever DSP you're using to listen to the podcast. We appreciate the support. Um, I personally check out the YouTube page, but I just I, I like me some Titan, some Titan content. Uh, also, coming to the page, something that I personally was really excited I really loved about last season that uh, I've asked Titan and Tyler to kind of step in and pull all, all to the side as a segment is going to be the interview section. That's why we do not have an interview attached to this one. Uh, we'll be doing interviews uh, this season, just like last season. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm here to speak to anybody and everybody. If you have a VGC story and you're willing to share it and talk to me, uh, please contact us at the Pokevolt club uh, at gmail.com email. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you can DM me personally, uh, and I, I'd love to hear some more of y'all stories just like mine. Yeah, absolutely. Like any, and we mean anybody. Like we're gonna attach those to the ends of these podcasts uh, for season two, so you guys can listen in. Uh, we'll upload some of them to YouTube. 
um, so you guys can go watch uh, watch his live interviews. Uh, we're just going to really be trying to get the content out there so that people can listen to it and enjoy the content the way they want to enjoy it. Um, but I did, before we go, want to bring up two things. Uh, so the first thing is, while I was at Pittsburgh, I had such a heartwarming moment. I had a, I was wearing my Pokeball shirt, not this one, my other one. Uh, and somebody actually walked up to me and said, hey, I listened to your podcast. I really enjoy what you guys do. You guys are really awesome. And that just really, that was the first time someone actually said that to me, like in person. And it really just kind of warmed my heart. Like I almost had a tear in my eye. Uh, and <laughs> the second thing, uh, we are very excited to announce that we will be streaming the Teal Mask DLC this Wednesday on our YouTube and Twitch channel. So make sure you guys uh, go give it a subscribe so that whenever it comes up, you get a notification and you guys can tune in and watch that DLC. Uh, I do believe like some one of the crazy people that works with us is going to be up at like midnight just to play it <laughs> uh, when it launches. I personally will not be doing that, but I do have the day off, so I will be streaming it throughout the day. Yeah, we'll be streaming live, and we actually may have some footage lined up and ready for our viewers. So that would be something to look forward to on the DLC the day that it releases. We should have some content ready for you guys and gals. Uh, we do appreciate all the support again, and thank you for tuning in. Titan, Sticky, appreciate you and everything that you've done over the past year for the podcast and supporting the group here. Uh, speaking of the Teal Mask DLC, we will be having a Pokevolt Club weekly tournament tonight where we are giving out a free copy of the Teal Mask DLC. So we will highlight next week in the pod the players who have played in top four in that weekly tournament. And it's something that we may try to do from here on out is highlighting some of the tournaments that we host here in the group. And we will spotlight the players who do well in that and the winners. Thanks again for tuning in, Titan, Sticky. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys.